I get intuition and creative insights that propel my business forward only if I'm in alignment or I call it coherence, right? If I'm in coherence, my body, my mind, and my heart are both in alignment, then I will start getting those impulses. If I'm out of sync with that, I'll notice that the dishes pile up. I'll notice that I don't take care of my poor cats. They just kind of get ignored. It's the things around me that suffer because now I'm focused too much on what I don't like. And so I have to stop it, nip it in the butt. And that's what makes the difference for me. what's going on. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. The new year is here, and I'm sure that you are feeling fired up to make this the best year yet for you. But guess what? That fire, that focus, that determination, if you're human, it's going to dissipate over the course of the next few weeks because your best laid plans get interrupted by life, by surprises, by unintended occurrences. And sometime in March, you're going to raise your head from the hurricane of ideas, tasks, and work that you've been submerged in. And remember those big goals that you had back in January and wonder how in the world you can get back to a place of making them come true this year. I'm Nicole and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist in private practice. And I am so excited because I signed up to work with Katie for the next year on my business. I have been in private practice for about seven years, just doing one-on-one nutrition counseling with my clients. And I love my work. I absolutely love what I do. But I've always just thought of it as kind of my side gig while I raise my three young kids. And so it's really been nice to have this thing that I do that I love. And it doesn't take a ton of my time and energy. But just in the past six or seven months, I've realized that I really want to grow my business more. And I feel like I just need to get out there and help so many more people. And that I have a lot of potential to be able to serve more people. I've had a lot of ideas coming up. And because I have my three kids and I'm the primary caregiver, I don't have a ton of time to try to figure it all out and put a ton of time into it. I really want to have a purpose for everything that I do. And because I'm in it and I have all of these ideas, it can get really confusing and I can start working on a million different things, yet not always knowing what my goal is with them, just having ideas and working on them. And so I'm really excited to have Katie be someone on the outside to look and be able to say, do this, let's work hard on this right now and be able to see the purpose in it. And also to help me manage my time so that I still get really good quality time with my kids so that I don't feel like I don't have a schedule and I'm working around the clock trying to figure it all out. I just need someone to help me figure out how to best put my time so I can serve the most people that I possibly can and so that I can serve my family in the best way possible. So I can't wait to get started. 
To find out more about my one-year private coaching program, go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash my big year and apply today. I'm responding to applications as they come in and spots are filling on a first come first serve basis. We can't do this alone. And if the structured and customized support of private coaching is what you need to finally achieve what you know you're ready for in your business, then I can't wait to read your application. Let's do this, girl. bizwomenrock.com forward slash my big year. To say that Eva Venari does hair analysis to help you become healthier does a major disservice to the big work that she is up to in this world. Almost two decades ago, Eva found herself having major burnout. I'm not talking about a day of just feeling overwhelmed, but like her entire energy had been zapped for good. And after a near-death experience on the highway and a realization that her inability to truly be present and conscious in her life was impacting everything, she decided to embark on a journey to feel better, to heal herself. It took her 15 years of asking questions, implementing a slew of modalities and lifestyle changes to get her to the point that she felt solid, healthy, and ready to help others who also wanted to live vibrantly. For eight years now, Eva has run the Elevate Institute, a program that helps high-performing individuals eradicate fatigue, burnout, and overwhelm, and live healthy, aligned lives. The initial phase of this work is examining hair samples, which allows her to work with people all over the world, from which she creates a customized healing plan and works with individuals regularly to implement it and see results. During this incredible conversation, Eva shares how she knew that her level of burnout needed to be addressed seriously, the symptoms and the signs. Maybe you might recognize some of them. How she realized that speaking in jargon was actually closing people off to the great work that she could do for them, and thus realizing that communicating results would get people's attention. She talks about how she cleverly works with her competition to help her scale her services and make more money. How she creates purposeful marketing after she gets super clear on her ideal client and ways that she walks the walk and stays joyful, present, and healthy in her own life. Eva is fantastic. And by the way, if you happen to be feeling some of these symptoms that she's talking about, feeling stressed out, overwhelmed, or in total burnout, and I say this because it is a common thing for many of us women entrepreneurs, then definitely check out her website. Everything is here in the show notes for you today. And can we just take a second for me to tell you how out of breath I might sound? Because at this moment of recording, I'm almost eight months pregnant and my baby is officially sitting on my lungs tonight. So um, yeah, you're getting the heavy panting breathing version of me during this introduction. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with me, girl. Eva, what's going on, girl? How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> this is so bad. This is such a like uh, little timestamp to my age. I'll, I won't out you, but my age of 39, which was, I just want to make sure, is this Eva or Eva? And you're like, Eva, like Wally. And I was like, yeah, I don't know that movie, but I know of it. And it did remind me of sh the movie Short Circuit from the right. 80s. Remember that? <laughs> I do. <laughs> 
I do. Yeah. I'm just a little bit older than you. Not my, I'm 44, <laughs> 44. Yeah. And, and next month I'll be 45. So nice. Very, yeah. very nice. Okay. So we won't bore you with, <laughs> you know, our particular age bracket type of uh, cultural references. We're going to dive right into burnout. Let's talk about this for a second, girl, because everyone listening to this introduction just got to hear a little bit about who you are, what you do. But it all really started because of burnout. And this is a term that I feel like we sort of throw around and it's kind of light, like, oh, I'm burning out. Oh, I'm burnt out today. But this was not something that was light for your life. This was like a serious event. Can you talk about what happened in this moment of burnout for you, why you were experiencing that? And it really is that whole point where, you know, we tell ourselves, oh, burnout, burn, you know, we do, we throw it around kind of frivolously. We don't really know exactly what it means long-term. And I didn't either. And it was something that hit me like a ton of bricks when the naps didn't work. When I felt like, geez, I could go to sleep for two weeks and it's not going to work. And I kept saying things like, I need a vacation for my vacation. You know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. I'm raising my hand because yeah. I've said all of those things before. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a clue of, I'm not an A type and I'm not a B type either, but I am an overachiever. So I'll just say that. And I tend to push myself to the limit because I feel obligated to bring my best out. And I can't help myself. It's, it's almost like an obsessive compulsive. And I'm going to probably get phone calls from psychologists saying, yeah, either you need our help. So <laughs> <laughs> No, because literally if they do that to you, every single woman just listening to this who is like nodding their head, myself yeah. included, like, yeah, yeah, totally got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. And it really hit home. Gosh, when... And I remember my kids are now 21 and 22. So when they were little and I had to tuck them into bed and you know, under the age of 10, this was years ago. And I remember being on the couch and just, I don't know if you've ever been there, but unable to get up off of the couch to tuck them into bed. Mm. Sending messages of instruction from the couch for them to do. Okay, come here, give me a hug, and kiss, good night, good night, love you, and I'll see you in the morning. That's that was <laughs> kind of a yeah, eyebrow raising moment right. for me. And then it really hit home. And I and again, you know, I was working full time and then a single mom and doing everything that I felt that I needed to do in order to put food on the table and be the providing mother and be loving and, and all of that. And it felt like I didn't I just wasn't present and I wasn't mindful in it. And second story that really, really let me know how bad it was. I was driving northbound on the Hollywood freeway, going from Hollywood home into Burbank to pick up my kids. And that freeway, it's got a gentle curve to it, you know, as you're driving through. Well, <clears throat> that gentle curve turned into a moment of vertigo. And I created my own curves. And I remember thinking, oh my God, this is really going to hurt if I hit that wall. <laughs> I see it ahead oh of me. Gosh. Or if I hit a car, yeah, it was very scary. And I knew, oh my God, my body's letting out. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. I need to figure this out. But anyways, I, I wasn't in the mode of let's figure this out. Then it was like, I need to get home. I need to be safe. I did make it home. And then the next morning I called the VP that I reported to. And I told him, I said, yeah, I can't do this for you anymore. Can you please lay me off? Just from that, you yeah. didn't even say like, hey, I need some mental health days or I'm going to take some sick days. Like you knew right away, like this cannot be in my life this way anymore. Yeah. Well, a couple of other events had led up to that. Like one time <laughs> I drove to work, put the girls in the car seats, buckled them in, took the trash out to the curb. And I got to work after that, kind of in a moment of 
you know how you drive to work, you don't know how you got there type of moment. And I reached over to grab my lunch and my cell phone. It was one of those I-90, you know, cell phones, the little two-way radio, you know, you open it up and it was like a thousand dollars if I lost it kind of thing. That was missing. My lunch was missing. My purse was missing with my work ID, my social security card, cash, everything. I was going to have to starve and figure out how to get all this stuff back. That was just leading up to, I need to be laid off. And these moments of not being present, not being mindful and not knowing what to do about it. I was daily suffering from headaches. So this overwhelm of not knowing what to do just avalanched into a lifestyle that supported illness is what it came down to for me. I just didn't, yeah. You know what I find in that? Because I absolutely, I can identify with pieces of that, right? And what I find and what I feel like I've had to have sort of like come to Jesus moments with about myself, I am supporting this. I am the one creating the schedule that makes me feel this way. I am the one giving myself these expectations that makes me feel like I need to be running at a thousand miles a minute. Especially, you know, you ladies have heard me talk about this a while now. Like, especially now that I'm pregnant, I'm in third trimester right now. And I'm like feeling the like, I know, I want to keep running. <laughs> and I physically cannot keep the pace that I used to. And that's okay. And I just say that in the space of, really identifying with those moments where you just feel like your brain is mush and or just like not there and really having the realization that you are responsible for that, you know? Yeah. So what did you do? Like this, I'm going to call it the near-death highway experience (laughs) and or just recurring instances that would happen that you were realizing like, this is not okay. I cannot keep this pace. So you called and you asked to get laid off. What happened from there? How did things really shift? (laughs) The shift was in the search. I I had to start with a foot forward somewhere. And I had at that time been, and I think we all kind of fall into this trap that you get a symptom and you hunt it down with the appropriate doctor, practitioner, whoever, right? So you're like, I've got these headaches every day. Who can I talk to about that? You go to your practitioner. And this is what I did. I spent thousands of dollars and several months trying to get my symptoms taken care of doctor after doctor and blood test after blood test because they all wanted to run their own apparently and uh, EKGs, any scans they could, MRIs. And they all came back with the, well, Eva, we think it's all in your head. Things are in normal order. But I had that conversation inside of me. I said, okay, things aren't right. I know they're not right. I just don't know what to do about it. And the people that I went to for help, the doctors, Western Medicine, they were the ones. It's not like me saying, hey, they're stupid. It's me saying, receiving from them, I want your help. And they said, I'm sorry, Eva, we don't know how to help you. It was a shock. <clears throat> I hadn't been really exposed to alternative medicines at this time. And this is almost 20 years ago now, not quite, but a long journey of trying to answer the questions. And so I started to ask better questions rather than, can you fix me? What's wrong with me? It was more like, all right. So if I believe, and I don't know where I picked this up from, it just became this thing that was innate. So within me, I believe something that if you give the body what it needs, it'll heal itself. And so from that basis, I had to start asking questions. Okay, if I'm not giving it what it needs, what does it need? And how do I determine that? And how do I know that it's working? Because I had tried several things, eat right for your blood type, the candida diet, the, you can get an idea of what I was going through by listening to the diet types. And even the Hollywood 48 hour, lose <laughs> 10 pounds in two days type diet, none of them could give me lasting results. And so I says, okay, what is the underlying theme to all of this? What is the one thing? And it wasn't one thing over a course of time. It was revealed to me that 
it was a multitude of things in combination, being present, staying mindful, giving my body new nutrition, monitoring it along the way, changing some lifestyle issue, you know, programming. And that took just a long time. And I thought there's got to be a way for this to shorten <laughs> so that we yeah. can get back to life. So as you were sort of on this quest to get yourself back to health and revitalize yourself, it happened. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest realizations that you had was this shouldn't take this long. Right. This should have been a little bit more efficient or a little easier to do, right? Yeah. How long did that take you until you said like, I'm done with this job and or this lifestyle in general to figuring it out, asking all the questions to feeling like I'm in a good place? 15 years. Really? Yeah. And it was a search because I didn't find nutritional balancing right away. I found chiropractic along the way and I found massage along the way and I found... Reiki healing along the way. And I found rolfing along the way and all these different things. They were modalities that could help along the way, but they were never enough to change the foundation of my cellular structure. And that's a lot of scientific jargon for saying, create a a reset to bring you back to where your body needs to be. And it just took a long time for me to start saying those things to myself of, wow, I feel pretty good. I feel emotionally strong and able to overcome life's issues as they come up. And that was something I had to forget, or I should say I came to a place where I could forget some of the symptoms that I used to live with daily that were keeping me focused on me rather than being allowed to be out in the world. Mm. And during that process, it took a long time because when I was raising my girls on my own and I was working full-time jobs, burning myself out, new job, burnout, new job, burnout. And they were all executive level positions where you had to perform. I had to perform. So it it was a lot of trial and error. So I just want to make sure that I'm clear. So you were still in this stressful work cycle while you were doing this work, while you were really on the hunt. It's an interesting concept to me because sometimes we think the only answer, and it's not a bad answer, but the only answer is to completely cut out the stressor in our lives. But you were like, dude, I got to survive and I'm going to figure this out. And my thought process is, is you came to allow that to take up less stress in your life because of the outside work that you were doing and the questions that you were asking and the modalities that you were finding that were working little by little. Yeah. And eventually I was able to... It's the whole process of, okay, I'm better. Now what? And Mm. I had always wanted to do something meaningful in the world. And I didn't know quite what that was. And I hadn't found anything I could really sink my teeth into with all kinds of satisfaction that made me drool. And this did. I went, oh, wow, I really love this. I love that we can give our body what it needs and help it heal. And for some reason, that just turned me on. And I followed that and opened my business. It's now been eight years ago, but I didn't get to work this full time until two years ago. So I was yeah. yeah, sitting on a nice, comfortable padded seat on that fence between full-time job and trying to do a, a moonlight, so to speak, of a passion. So let's talk about the Elevate Institute because this is exactly what you're referring to. This is your business that you've created that basically does exactly what you were searching for. It helps people, women, find the answers to their questions and a path to follow if they are in the space of burnout, in the space of not being conscious, not being mindful, not finding joy in their lives, whether that's because of physical reasons or physical manifestations of emotional reasons, all of that stuff, and going through a program that will help them really thrive and utilizing all these modalities in order to do that. So you shortened that and packaged it in a way that was easy to understand and and women could really move through. So... 
eight years into it, talk a little bit about what it is now and what kind of results you're seeing from the students who are going through the Elevate Institute. It is a lot of education, but it starts with the core of the physicality. And you bring up a really good point. It's like, yes, it could be that mind-body connection where something you're doing in your mind, something you're thinking about, a belief system, or even an emotional aspect that's creating trauma, then manifests itself into the body as an illness. And it could be things that you're doing physically that are causing an imbalance in the body. And remember that first question I asked is, how do I know what my body needs? And the Elevate Institute, the foundation, its vehicle for finding out what the body needs is hair analysis. This is, we're looking at your hair. That's what makes it personal. There's no guesswork. It's like right there in front of you. We can see the relationship of minerals and our energy systems all come from that relationship between the minerals. And nobody's talking about that. Why isn't anybody talking about this? So I need to talk about this. (laughs) So tell me one, because I do know that like you've been able to work this to where you can do this virtually. Like somebody, you were in California, somebody in Japan could mail you a hair sample and you could do this work. You could have a full-blown analysis for them with a recovery plan, right? Like with a very realistic plan. Why does that work? (laughs) Why does it work? Wow. So we're tapping... uh, This is the part that I love and I get chills whenever I think about it because of that belief that I know we give our body what it needs. It'll heal itself. The foundation is right there. It works because we're just tapping into the body's natural ability. It's already doing this. And we have that conversation with ourselves. And this is so common. We think we stood in the wrong line to get our body that's a lemon and it's not working right for us, right? It's like, oh God, I got the wrong body parts. They're not doing what they're supposed to. And we start blaming it. That alone can create illness. But this is about an alignment with your body's natural tendencies, what it already does. And if you just simply give the tools to the body, you give the right thing, it'll come out, it'll start doing what it's supposed to do. And that's the why it works. So you can see all that from a hair sample, basically? Like you you can see all the the minerals, the DNA, like all of those things that you're supposed... Because here's what I'm... Uh, and you listening might be laughing at me right now, but I just want to get clarity on this because I have heard of and seen like, oh, we can get this from a blood sampling, right? Like a full blood panel. Right. Blood panel. Thank you. Uh Oh, we could do this by tongue analysis, by tongue scraping, nail scraping, and we can see all of this stuff. And I have heard hair analysis as well. I just want to make sure that everyone listening really understands like, why does that actually work? Why does it work for you to see my hair? Like, what are you looking at there in order for you to see apparently what's behind the curtain of everything (laughs) that is possibly going wrong with me so I can fix it? Yeah, it's awesome. And I get this question a lot. What's the difference between me getting my blood test? I mean, can't that tell me what's going on versus my hair? Why do I need this extra hair thing? And I'm like, all right, so let's look at this logically. And I'm not a doctor. I'll just say that up front. I recommend I don't prescribe that kind of thing. And I also don't diagnose. It's just a matter of what are the trends? What's going on with the body? And so blood tests, you can see in the snapshot what's going on in the blood. And that's great if you want to find a virus or if you want to find white count cell or, you know, if your blood, if your red blood cells are formulated correctly, you can have those looked under a microscope. And that's fantastic for a snapshot moment. But there are things that you cannot see that are working, like you said, behind the curtain, behind the scenes. What's going on with your glands? Are they functioning at the level that they're supposed to? Are they getting enough of the minerals that they need in order to produce the hormones? I used to do identical hormone replacement therapy, you know, like progesterone cream on, you can put that on your skin and your body will absorb it and it will use it as best it can. 
And we can have a whole nother conversation just about that <laughs> and why a lot of times we'll experience that time where it works for a little while and then it stops working or we have to add more to it over time. There's a reason for that. Hmm. So it's like, you can see those nuances in hair. You can see whether or not they're functioning, whether or not the blood is taking the hormone and delivering it to the cell. And you can see if the cell is rejecting it and that's why you need more of it, right? Or hmm. if the body is overutilizing it and using it in a way that's destructive. For example, when a person is constantly in that state of go, 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 which how many of us are? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, well, that releases the hormone of adrenaline. The adrenaline then puts out cortisol, which is meant to get us through a situation very quickly, powerfully, and then it's supposed to dissipate in the body. But we stay in that fight or flight. I've got to make this meeting. I've got to go pick up my kids. Oh my gosh, I've got this PTA function at the end of the day. It's, all these things are going on if we don't slow down and let the cortisol exit the body. The cortisol starts to destroy us from the inside out. And oops, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, and you can see all that in a hair sample. You know, this is going to sound so stupid, but <laughs> I will be the one that to ask the stupid question just in case you listening happen to have this question too. This sounds to me like, you know how you can see the life cycle of a tree and the health of a tree if you look at its rings and how old it is and all that. That's what it reminds me of, literally. Like a little mini tree is a piece, you know, hair sample and you can see <laughs> the history. Yeah, exactly. I used to use this as example to get the idea across. That wasn't totally stupid, was it? No, it wasn't. It was perfect. I used to use that. And I say, you know how tree... Because people we know, we learned this in elementary school. You cut a tree and and you can see in the cross section, you can see the rings and how much water and how much what was in the oxygen. And you can see all those different things according to the rings. Well, similarly, and on a much smaller scale, we're looking at an inch's worth of growth from your head. It's closer to the scalp. You can see what the trend is overall during those 30 days. So you're not just getting a snapshot, you're getting a long-term review. What's going on in your body? And this is much more powerful and Mm. in a different way than blood. So I'm not saying don't get your blood tested. I'm saying, yes, do that. And why aren't you testing your hair? Right. (laughs) Got it. Love it. Okay, cool. So it's obvious that you're really passionate about this. (laughs) You think? (laughs) It's obvious that you've done your homework and that you have educated yourself to the point where you can really speak as an expert about this and obvious that you really want to help a population of people. Hello, Americans who, (laughs) who are just hard drivers and are seeing the effects of the stress, the anxiety. We're seeing that in mass amounts right now. So I'm going to flip the switch and ask you to put on your business owner hat over these eight years. And most especially in these two years that you've been doing it full time, what has been your biggest challenge to stop talking in jargon <laughs> and to, and to actually start yeah, speaking in what are the results. And I used to, when I introduced people to what I do, I'd say, oh, I analyze hair. That means absolutely nothing <laughs> to anyone. And I'm like, okay. And you'd see the eyes kind of glaze over as I talk about, oh yeah, you can see what's going on with adrenals, your thyroid. And, and well, that's important to people who already have that on their radar. Not everybody gets that the results really come down to now you're able to have enough energy to do the things that you want to do in life, period, whatever that is. And it seems like a broad spectrum thing. But if you're putting your body into a place where it's, you know, it's automatically going through the stages of optimal healing, you can now rest in assurance that your body's working. It changes all sorts of conversation. It goes from now I'm, I'm worried about myself Instead, to now I can be concerned about the others around me and 
love myself so I can love others. And that's, that's yes. really what it comes down to. That's the broader spectrum. This is such a great visual of like self-care, right? Which yeah. is like, girl, you, there's <laughs> no, at some point, like if you enter into a phase of burnout, like you were in, and I'm going to speak for many women here, we feel like we have been in it, right? There's no other option than to take care of yourself, right? There's yeah. no other option because you cannot take care of others. You cannot live to your full potential. You cannot really thrive until you actually take care of yourself first. Yeah. And I have to read, this is one, one place I start out here. Well, you know, my, my mother-in-law, she needs me and I've got to stay home and I've got to work extra hard because my kids need me with their help with their homework. And I'm like, hold on time out. Mm -hmm. And it becomes the, Hey, have you ever taken an airplane flight? And they tell you that when we have a drop in cabin pressure, and then you receive that little mask down in front of you, they tell you what, Put, Put your mask, mask on, on first, first yep. <laughs> and yep. then help the people who are children or acting like children around you. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> I don't recall that, that extra part, but that's funny. <laughs> that's, it's from Southwest. Yeah. They, they love, they like to put their, their little joke on of things. I love. Yeah, I love it. So that's a reminder. It's like, we must take care of ourselves first. And then when we are taking care of ourselves, we now have the energy and the ability and the creativity to help others. So in this space of the vantage point of the business owner, now I'm really interested in like your business model. And that's what I would really love to share with everyone listening. How have you over these eight years, because I'm sure it has changed and evolved and really like gotten more specific or more definitive about how do people work with you? What do you provide? What does your business provide? What does that actually look like? What are the services that people can wrap their head around and say, and you as a business owner can say, this is how I help you. <laughs> well, if we're talking about the result that a person achieves when they're working with me, it's about getting very confident and understanding that your body is doing its best. And you can see that. So we're looking at the test. You can see a, a test before. Create a personalized program that's just for you in almost a manual state form. It's like, okay, if you've ever wanted, wished you could be born with a manual and somebody just said, here, here's how to take care of yourself. Right. This kind of does that. And it starts with wherever you are. So there's never a point where you need to say, okay, I'm going to go cold turkey because nobody survives that and follow this exact blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, let's work together to figure out where you are, where you need to be and what the next steps are in order to close the gap. Yeah, And that one-on-one -on -one, hands-on attention is the part that's missing in most of those generic programs where they're like, okay, I bought this thing. It cost me X amount of dollars and it's sitting unopened because I don't even know where to start. Right. So I walk you through the process. Okay. You're going to send me your hair. This is what you're going to receive first. Don't even... Because if I were to say, this is all the stuff you're going to receive, you'd be you overwhelmed. overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. And you, yeah. Would, you would totally stop. So, so yeah. that's really the secret sauce of the powerful work that you're doing in the results is that you are really working with each of these individuals, hands-on, walking them through the process and step-by-step -step getting better. Step-by-step -step really instituting and putting into practice the action plan that you come up with for them. How long typically is somebody with you? It depends on their level of imbalance. And that's a nice way of saying of how screwed up, but <laughs> don't spit out your drink. <laughs> Not the right time to take a drink right there. <laughs> we could no. put that in other terms, but basically, how messed up are you? Yeah, I could have, but you know what? This is one thing I love. Nothing is off limits with me when it comes to making a joke. And <laughs> that's just that's just me. So yeah, it, it depends. So a lot of people, they can get very far within the first 
four months. Some people stay with me as long as a year. Some people stay with, need to stay with me two years. And I'm always looking for ways, the, the more that we can work closely together and the more that can be implemented in a quicker time, the faster the healing happens. Because if most people are left to their own devices, and I say this most, they just simply do autopilot and they yeah. don't look for that. What is my next thing? Because I'm always riding that uncomfortable edge of what are you doing? Okay, that works. But what can you now do to change? And anytime we need to change, we resist it. So right. this is, a, it's a lot of lifestyle change. It's a lot of, it can be anyways, and it can be a lot of mental challenging belief systems. Like oh, I've got a bad body. Let's look at that. <laughs> right. right, right. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. How have you over these eight years learned how to, I guess, scale yourself in the sense of like, if so much of this work and the success of this work is done in such a customized way and so handholding for such a relatively good period of time, how do you manage that? And how do you scale that? There's just a handful of us who do this particular work and are certified in it. It's not something you can get a four-year degree in. And if you were to, to Google it, you'd see you know hundreds as opposed to thousands upon thousands of people that offer this service. And so what I've done is turned my competition into my, <laughs> my workforce. <laughs> Talk about that. Yeah. And I offer a couple of things. So I also make... Uh, part of the program is I offer a detox protocol that's called near-infrared saunas. And I make the panels. And so what I've done is I've reached out to other practitioners who are recommending near-infrared sauna therapy to detox for pain relief, for circulation improvement, for getting rid of viruses, illnesses, all sorts of things. There are reasons for that. We recommend it. And so I've reached out to them and I said, hey, I have the resources. I make these if you want to be an affiliate and offer these to your clients less expensively and for a greater value than the people who make them, that's their business. I'm going to offer you a cut of my business for referring your client to me. So I've created an affiliate program nice. that they can tap into. And the other thing I do is for scaling purposes, as I ramp up my volume, I can then contract with these other nutritional counselors that allow me to hire them under my umbrella. So they would, you know, answer the phone, you know, when they talk to the clients, this, this is so-and-so with the Elevate Institute. And that then becomes a scalable. That's how I'm scaling for now until I come up with a certification program of my own, where then I can have my certified practitioners offer the Elevate Institute program. But it all can be white labeled and copied and pasted. And, and that's something I've noticed that my practitioner, she painted her schedule, her calendar, herself into a corner by having nothing but one-on-one -on -one consultations from who knows when in the morning until who knows when at night, seven days a week. And I looked at her and I said, no way. Yeah. I want time off. I want to take care of myself. How is that walking the talk if I can't right. even take right take care right. of myself? So I says I'm I'm gonna find ways where I can template, where I can create frameworks where I can hire people and they can use that template and framework. I came from technical background, so I used to set up help desks, and it's all about systems <laughs> and processes. And so I just applied that knowledge to this business, and it's been great. I have not found myself painted into a corner in my calendar because of that. And that of course, kept me from burning out, which is awesome. I would imagine that your biggest barrier right now, I don't want to call it the big challenge, but like that your biggest motivation right now is more in like educational marketing in the sense of like, I just need to let people know that this is a thing. And then the results, the testimonials that will take care of letting people 
really do this, right? So what are you doing right now? Like what's part of the marketing plan? What's part of the business strategy to... I want to get inside your brain a little bit to really get (laughs) out there and get this message to the masses. Well, everybody talks about, you know, when you're working with a marketing person, they they, first thing they ask an individual like me who's wanting to advertise their business is who is your ideal client? So I kind of take it a step further and I'm looking at what are my ideal clients doing? Where are they mm-hmm. hanging out? What might appeal to them as a group of people? What hobbies do they have? And then like right now in the, this morning, I actually, before we got on the call, I was putting out my strategy for this week. And it was exactly here. I've got my notes. It says right here, overwhelmed from working too hard. And it's like, what are the things? So I can, I'm going to create content for this week to attract individuals to, okay, if you're overwhelmed from working too hard, what can you do to take care of yourself now? And then see who engages. And I'm finding that people are, are attracted to that information. They're going to go into that Facebook post and they're going to engage with me. So I'll talk to that individual about, Hey, where are you in your journey? Are you looking for assistance? I think I can help you if that's the way that the conversation goes. So that's Mm -hmm. one aspect. The other one is, like I said, finding where they hang out whether that's Facebook or LinkedIn or networking or podcasting, you know, and then reaching out individually to people who don't know that I exist and asking more questions to them individually. So this is about one-on-one seeking. (laughs) And it seems like a lot, but I would rather speak to one individual and help them than speak to a bunch of people and hear no one. Mm, I love that. Let's just marinate on that for a second. You know, this, I say this because from the strategist's vantage point, I love taking this idea of like a global marketing plan that sounds really overwhelming and we've got to reach hundreds of thousands to millions in order to get them to opt into this email list, to download that thing, to then fill out this form, to then go to the webinar, to then have this conversion rate, right? 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 <laughs> yeah. Which feels really overwhelming. And I love talking about the one-on-one reach out because... Mm-hmm. I really challenge every single one of my clients has had this question put back in their face, which is like, okay, once we're clear about the what it is, why you're so special to do it, and who it's for, and all of those, the pains, what are the desires they want, all that sort of stuff, right? Exactly what you just described. Now the question is, where are they? And who do you know? In your circle, who do you know? Because I promise you, you know people already like this. And so let's develop a marketing strategy that is purposeful, obviously. And what that means is from intimate to big, right? So that you can start getting results fast versus while you might be setting up that webinar, while you might be setting up the email list, all that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. It's not that funnels don't work. It's not that webinars can't be successful. It's that you have to have somebody who shows up to them, who can feel like they can relate to them and then feel like they want to engage with you. And that's great if you already have a huge audience. I don't think that that's something to say is not working. I know that for me in my stage of business, the one-on-one approach is what works. So that's what I do. And, And I use a lot of Facebook reaching out, whether it's a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live and leveraging clients of mine who also have a following of some kind. And so we complement each other and we'll do combination lives. And and you'll see a lot of interviews and things like that on my feed where I'm teaching others, okay, so here's a modality that I use to help myself get better along the way. And here's what it looks like and why you might need them too. And I'll introduce the person. So that's the fun part is I know I can't be the end all be all to anyone's journey. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about how do I, what are my next steps? What do I need along the way? And that's what I've got the first 10 experience with that. Invaluable in my mind. (laughs) I'm thinking, okay, yeah. (laughs) 
This last question I want to be very purposeful about asking. You said the same before, like, you know, I want to make sure to walk the walk. And you are now eight years into this business, two years doing it full time. You are a mom of two kids, you said? Yep. You've got some responsibilities, girl. So and you've got some things that you're holding on your shoulders. So how do you walk the walk? How do you make sure that you're taking care of yourself? How do you make sure that you're always in tune with what does my body need? I don't ever want to get to this place of burnout again. And I don't even really want to get close to it. So <laughs> give me just a couple of ways that you make sure to stay in tune and in flow and joyful. It's become this mindset mixed with identifying some emotions that turn into a feeling in the body. And it looks like this. If I know that what I'm doing, I feel opposite to, like I described a moment earlier, that we do things out of obligation. So if I might find myself doing something because somebody wants me to, and I don't want to, that's my red flag. I need to either have a conversation with myself or that person. <laughs> Got it. And that's where it has to stop. That's the timeout moment. It's like a lot of times we just bulldoze over those moments and we don't realize that that has an impact on the body. So I get intuition and creative insights that propel my business forward only if I'm in alignment or I call it coherence, right? If I'm in coherence, my body, my mind, and my heart are both in alignment, then I will start getting those impulses. If I'm out of sync with that, I'll notice that the dishes pile up. I'll notice that I don't take care of my poor cats. They just kind of get ignored. It's the things around me that suffer because now I'm focused too much on what I don't like. And so I have to stop it, nip it in the butt. And that's what makes the difference for me is noticing. I love that. And being aware yeah, and being present to it. And having practices that allow you to catch that off guard. I would say this to my cousin and she threw it back in my face in the best of ways. <laughs> where I would say, you're a degree off. You're just a degree off. Just click a couple turns to the left. You've got it. But you don't have to be completely like unraveled. You know when you get a little off. And so yeah. you know how to correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's the saying half a bubble off center was a saying that you heard in the cowboy circles. I married a cowboy years ago and <laughs> even you're just a half bubble off center. And I'm like, mm, okay, no, but <laughs> there were times when that's true. And yeah. being a mirror, being able to, for yourself to look in the mirror and say, okay, these are things that I don't like about myself. And I want to make the changes for it so that I can be more present and more loving to those around me. I think that's part of the healing journey. And whether you start there or you start with the physical, like I did at first, I started with that physical aspect of why do I feel so crappy? You will eventually get to the spiritual aspect and the mental aspect and the emotional aspect. They all work together. And that's part of something to remember too. I love it. Eva, thank you so much for being on the show and for sharing about your passion, about your story, and ultimately about how you as a business owner are really living a purpose-driven business, really putting your purpose into this vehicle called business and making an impact. If this has been interesting to you, please go check out the show notes page. It will have Eva's website on it for the Elevate Institute. Send in your hair, get it analyzed, <laughs> come up with a plan. And most importantly, I think that's so important that they have someone there along with them to implement the plan and the self-care and what needs to happen. That's really, really important. And there are so many of us women entrepreneurs who 
feel that burnout, feel that the hustle, feel like that is part of the agenda here and like that we have to do that in order to find success. And it's just not necessary at all. So um, I so appreciate services like yours that are out there that help us really get back on the track and click back into the place of alignment that we need to be. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I I love it. This is my passion, like you, you pointed out, and I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I never take it for granted that you, a very busy and high performing woman entrepreneur, listens to the Biz Women Rock podcast. If you got any value out of today's show, if there were any aha moments that you had, I would so appreciate you turning around and sharing it with another woman entrepreneur who needs that aha as well. From me and the entire Biz Women Rock team, we'll see you on the next episode.